0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download that free local news app today. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. A Michigan jury in a groundbreaking trial has found a school shooter's mother guilty of involuntary manslaughter in the deaths of four students in 2021. The verdict against Jennifer Crumbly was returned today in Oakland County. I'm
0: of involuntary manslaughter as to Madison Baldwin, we find the defendant
1: guilty of involuntary manslaughter. On count two of involuntary manslaughter in regards to Tate Muir, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Crumbly was found guilty of two additional charges of involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors said that Crumbly failed to tell Oxford High School officials the family had a gun that her son Ethan Crumbly had used at a shooting range. Ethan was allowed to stay in the school November 30th, 2021, following a roughly 12-minute meeting with Jennifer and James Crumbly when school staff expressed concerns about a violent drawing. The teenager pulled the gun from his backpack that afternoon and shot 11 people. No one had checked the backpack. Jennifer Crumbly's looking at 15 years in prison. She's already served two. Could lifeguards be coming back to the city of South Haven's beaches? The South Haven City Council's talking about it as the public asks for more protections for swimmers. At a meeting last night, city council members asked city manager Kate Hosier about her latest look into the issue of lifeguards. Hosier said bringing them back would be tricky. I do know that there is a push for having a lifeguard program this year. However, there's also a capacity issue. Do you want a good life safety program? Do you want a safe program or do you want a fast program? At best, I can give you two out of three. Hosier said there needs to be more discussion. Council member Joe Reeser said he doesn't blame anyone, but he thinks it is time for some movement on the question. The
0: frustration I think a lot of people have is that we've talked about this a year ago and we ran out of time. And now we're talking about it. It's finally come up again. And it feels like we're under the gun that we're going to run out of time. And when it comes to people's
1: lives and safety, I don't know why we keep running out of time, how this keeps happening. Hosier said the details will be provided to council members at a March 5th work session, and the matter will be further explored during a priority setting meeting on March 11th. There have been no lifeguards at South Haven's beaches for more than two decades. The city ended the program due to liability and how much it costs for insurance. Recent deaths have prompted the public to question whether lifeguards could be brought back. The council last considered reinstating lifeguards in 2021 and opted not to do so. The city of Benton Harbor has received a clean audit for the fiscal year that ended in June. At a meeting last night, commissioners heard from CPA Paul Matz with accounting firm Riemann. What
0: we issued was the unmodified audit opinion. That's the clean audit opinion. That's the opinion you want to achieve through the audit process. It's the best opinion, the highest opinion that we can give that yes. We believe these to be accurately stated financial statements.
1: Matt said a recent $6.5 million grant from the state to shore up the city's pension fund is not reflected in this audit because it's too recent. However, it's mentioned in a footnote as a significant development for next year's report.
0: That will all be reflected in the June 30 of 2024 financial report. You will see both that revenue and that how that impacts, reduces the liability.
1: Matt said the city's fund balance went down by about $822,000 in the most recent fiscal year, leaving the end-of-year fund balance at $5.3 million. That's about six months of operating expenses, which is normal. He also noted a lot of federal American Rescue Plan dollars were spent, with the city still having about $3 million of those funds left as of June. The U.S. House has approved legislation from Congressman Tim Wahlberg intended to help fight human trafficking. Wahlberg says his Enhancing Detection of Human Trafficking Act would get training to federal
0: employees. This bipartisan legislation ensures the Department of Labor effectively trains its employees to recognize and respond to the illegal trade of people for exploitation or commercial gain.
1: Wahlberg says the bill could help to prevent the trafficking of children into the U.S. illegally at the southern border. In addition to requiring new training for Department of Labor employees, the legislation requires a report back to Congress on the program's implementation The House passed the bill unanimously this week. A program is coming to the Silver Beach Center that ought to please lovers of Lego. Starting this month and continuing through April 7th, the Center's Silver Beach Carousel, the Curious Kids Discovery Zone, and Shadowland on Silver Beach Ballroom are partnering to create one of the biggest free Lego events in West Michigan. They say that brick stackers ages 5 to 18 can enter their Lego, Duplo, or Technic Creations built from kits or their own imaginations in the Silver Beach Carousel's amazing Lego display. It's not a judged competition, so every entry is a winner. Anyone can register online to display their creations, although there is a limit of 150 entries due by February 23rd. The 2024 Builders Bash will be on February 28th from 4 to 8 p.m. at the Carousel. During the bash, builders will get unlimited free carousel rides, plus a swag bag and a chance to walk the red carpet for personal photos. The amazing Lego display will run from March 2nd to April 7th during carousel hours. We'll have a link to more information on our website. The Berrien County Drain Commissioner's Office is giving rebates to the property owners located in the new Pine Brook Drainage District in St. Joseph Township. Drain Commissioner Christopher Quatrin tells us, the district was created a few years ago in response to flooding.
0: It's bounded about Manitou on the north side of 94, and it takes in Eden Park and some of the down to Maiden Lane and bounded by Hollywood on one side and also by Lincoln. And this was a project that we took on petitioned by the residents and the township. We had residents getting as much as eight inches of water in their living room.
1: Quadrant says the measures taken to reduce flooding in the district worked quite well and even came in under the expected cost. Those measures included the creation of a rain garden on property the county later sold, which is where the rebates for residents are coming from.
0: Those in the district who paid ahead before we bonded out for the project will be able to get a check, and those who are paying the annual assessment in 2025, they will show the rebate or the credit on their assessment at that time.
1: There are about 170 properties in the district. Quatrin says the average property owner will get about $120 back, although larger properties will mean bigger rebates. He presented a check of $21,800 to the St. Joseph Township Board of Trustees Monday, recouping some of the township's excess costs. In all, about $70,000 is being repaid to property owners. And a give-back dinner is planned at Bentwood Tavern in New Buffalo for Fernwood Botanical Garden and Niles. On Thursday, February 22nd, 50% of the evening's food and drink sales will benefit Fernwood's Mighty Acorns program. Mighty Acorns is an environmental education program created by the Chicago Field Museum that teaches kids about nature by connecting them with their local ecosystems. Thousands of students, teachers, and families from schools in the area take part in the education program each year, helping to restore ecosystems through stewardship. Fernwood has a fundraising goal of $10,000 for the program this year to cover things like travel, materials, and staffing. The Give Back Dinner series at Bentwood Tavern will seek to help Fernwood reach that goal with its Give Back Dinner. The series has raised more than $180,000 for various causes. Anyone can help by eating at Bentwood between 5 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Thursday, February 22nd. Reservations are encouraged. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. A federal appeals court in Washington has ruled against former President Donald Trump and his legal team regarding the federal election interference case against him. Trump and his lawyers argued that he was immune from facing criminal charges because he was the president. But the panel in a unanimous ruling said he can face prosecution. More now from ABC's Chief Washington Correspondent Jonathan Carl who says the D.C. appeals panel also didn't buy the argument that Trump was acting in his official capacity when he peddled false claims about the 2020 election.
0: The uh, decision takes on the question, which is related but also separate, of whether or not what Trump did to try to overturn the election's uh, results of 2020 was part of his official duties. They very forcefully and very aggressively say that this was not Part of the official duties of presidents that he was trying to involve himself, the counting and certifying of electoral votes in something that there is absolutely no role for the president of the United States.
1: The court found that if the president were to be immune, he would be untouchable by all three branches of the government, essentially making him above the law. And Trump could appeal the decision to the Supreme Court. Key mediator Qatar says Hamas's response to the latest plan for a ceasefire in Gaza and the release of hostages was generally positive. But in its own statement, the militant group reiterated its demand for an end to the war with Israel, something that Israel thus far has ruled out. Qatar's prime minister announced a response today during a news conference with Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who said he would brief Israel's leaders on it when he meets with them tomorrow. Blinken met with Saudi Arabia's crown prince the day before. He said the Saudis still have a strong interest in normalizing relations with Israel. President Biden today spoke out about the latest bipartisan border bill and funding for Ukraine and Israel. He's criticized former President Donald Trump and congressional Republicans, accusing them of blowing up the deal. Morph, maybe he's Karen Travers.
0: In a forceful political speech at the White House, President Biden slammed former President Trump for pressuring congressional Republicans to oppose the bipartisan border bill. He's not interested in solving the border problem. He wants a political issue to run against me. The president said Republicans have a choice to make. Who do they serve? Donald Trump with the American people. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House.
1: The president today urging Republicans to ignore Trump's call to kill the Senate border bill, but the Senate Republican leader says there's really no chance it'll pass. More maybe ABC's Andy Field.
0: Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell saying they had a deal that his party wanted him to make. I followed the instructions of my conference who were insisting that we tackle this in October. But despite the bipartisan Senate border deal, Donald Trump has told Republicans reject it. It's been Made pretty clear to us uh, by the speaker that it will not become law. Unclear what happens next. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington.
1: Britain's prime minister says King Charles' cancer was caught early and the monarch will crack on with his constitutional duties. The remarks came as Prince Harry flew in from California today for a rare visit with his father. Royal officials announced Monday the 75 year old king's been diagnosed with an undisclosed form of cancer and is receiving treatment as an outpatient. Less than 18 months into his reign that he'd famously waited decades to begin, Charles suspended public engagements but will continue with state business and won't be handing over his constitutional roles as head of state. On the Tuesday afternoon, Harry could be seen arriving at the King's Clarence House residence in a black SUV after an overnight flight. Household debt in the US continues to climb as Americans continue to spend, more if maybe sees Brian Clark.
0: Total household debt increased by two hundred twelve billion dollars in the fourth quarter. It now totals seventeen and a half trillion dollars. The New York Fed's report on household debt and credit found that credit card balances alone are now more than a trillion dollars. They increased by $50 billion in the quarter. Auto loans continue to trend that dates back to 2011. They rose by $12 billion, and more Americans are delinquent. Delinquency rates were up in every category except student loans.
1: Country music star, singer-songwriter Toby Keith, whose pro-American anthems were both beloved and criticized, has died Toby Keith was 62. A statement posted on his website says Keith died peacefully Monday, surrounded by family. He had stomach cancer. The statement says, quote, he fought his fight with grace and courage. He announced his cancer diagnosis in 2022. Keith broke out in the country boom years of the 1990s, crafting an identity for himself around his macho swagger and writing songs that fans love to hear. His hits included How Do You Like Me Now, Should Have Been a Cowboy, Beer for My Horses, which was a duet with Willie Nelson. And one tech giant has announced plans to deal with artificial intelligence, but has admitted its technology won't catch everything. Morph, maybe he sees Brian Clark.
0: Meta is going to add notifications to AI-created images. Nick Clegg, the president of global affairs for Facebook and Instagram's parent company, says the technology is not yet at a point to do the same for video and audio. People who use AI tools to generate synthetic audio or video, they've got to disclose it. He admitted to GMA it's not a perfect solution. There is concern about the impact of AI ahead of the presidential election. Brian Clark, ABC News.